Hello, you're listening to Which Moving Pictures Move Us, and I'm your host, Emma Bolzner. Today, we will be talking about the Netflix film The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, based off of the book by Mary Ann Schaffer and Annie Barrows, and starring Lily James, Matthew Good, Mikael Huseman, Jessica Brown Finley, and Glenn Powell. And with me virtually is my good friend, Lynn. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me on the podcast today, Emma. I'm so happy to talk about this movie with you since I know we are both period drama nerds. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you who haven't seen this film, the movie takes place in 1946 with continued flashbacks during World War II. We follow Juliet Ashton, played by Lily James, who is a published author in London and finds herself corresponding with one of the founders of the book club, the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, I know it is a mouthful, (laughs) which started during the war. After being invited by one of the members named Dossie Adams, played by Mikael Huseman, she finds herself on the island of Guernsey, taking part in their society and becoming friends with the members. However, there's more to their story than just potatoes, and she soon finds out that the Guernsey villagers are still very much living through the war, unlike London. So, Lynn, what do we think of the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society? Well, I have to agree with you that the title is such a mouthful. Um, <laughs> yeah, how, however, the movie did a really good job as uh, explaining to why the title is the way it, um, it is. So the movie quickly dives into how the name came to be in a very suspenseful and fast-paced scene at the beginning that hooks the audience right in. So the movie starts with a group of friends who are neighbors returning home from their party. However, they got caught by the Nazis occupying their island way past curfew and therefore had to bluff their way through why they were out so late. One of the members of the group, um, Eben, who is my favorite, (laughs) yeah, drunkenly added the potato peel pie part to the name and that's how the title of the movie came to be. And after finishing the movie, I found Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society such a fitting title because the story is about a group of of literary lovers um, who struggle with moving on from the horror and struggles that they've had to face during the war, which could be represented metaphorically through Eben's Potato Peel Pie, um, which is his creation due to limited resources while being under the Nazis' occupation. And um, overall, I found the story to be very compelling and heartwarming thanks to its well-rounded character and cast. Um, You know, like, I I love how this movie did not, like, forget to shine a light on the side characters as much as the main character. Yeah. And, like, most, you know, how most movies only focus on the main character and maybe the love interest. But, you know, uh, um, here, like, um, the story about Elizabeth is arguably as important as Juliet's story, right? Oh yeah, exactly. And we get so much time, um, and we'll go into this more later, but so much time with the kids that are involved and, you know, they're all ages. It's such an interesting group of people. They're, you know, from 70 to 10 or four. And it's, it's, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it as well. And I like that it didn't stray to the same particular cookie cutter rom-com that we got to see like, you know, relationships and like there was such good chemistry not just between Lily James's character um Juliet and Darcy but you know she had great chemistry and Darcy had great chemistry with all the other members of the book club Mm -hmm. and I really liked that it was very platonic yeah right Mm -hmm. um I all oh yeah sorry no no, go ahead go on no worries no I was just I also really liked it because I was kind of going into it thinking oh yeah another period drama but Mm -hmm. I liked that 
we first see Juliet and she is a career woman and it's really refreshing to see that mm-hmm. how she's independent in a period drama, which is really cool. Yeah, right? She, like, makes her own money. She mm-hmm. writes books. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lives on her own. Mm-hmm. It just was really refreshing. And, again, watch this movie with a cup of tea. It's just something you can just... So cozy. I know, yeah. So, and, a bre- and I thought the pacing was also really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't stay too long with her life in London. We got mm-hmm. to the island pretty quickly, yeah. I found. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and, uh, and, and yeah, and like I, I have to agree with you. Like It's very refreshing how, like not, not only did they make her like a career uh, woman, like they did not make her like the stereotypical, like headstrong female lead that all movies seems to do now, nowadays, right? Like, like wow, like yeah. whenever a, a woman has a career, she needs to be like, you know, like headstrong and kind of, and kind of, kind of tom, tomboyish. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say, but yeah, in, in this movie, Ju- Juliet was, you know, like, she was feminine, you know, she cared about everyone a lot, and, you know, she had a fiancé, you know, she she had, you know, romance in her life, so yeah, like, it's, it's, uh, it's like, it's very, it's very nice that they, they didn't see, like, her femininity as, like, um, something that hindered her career. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly, yeah. and I, I like that, even though this movie's fairly recent, it's 2018 when it was made. Uh, I find that a lot of the movies now, when there is a woman in power or a woman that's independent, it's very shoved in your face, yes, the whole feminist it thing. Is. <laughs> and and just, I, I, I really get turned off. I watched yeah. um, Enola Holmes uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh my God, a couple yes. months ago, right? and they just really shoved in the fact that, like, you know, she's a woman, and okay, I get it. But, you know, I, I always admired the women that, you know, could kiss a man at the end, yes. but, you know, that wasn't their only reason. Exactly, right? Like yeah. that, like that that was very re- refreshing and and um I I think we can both agree that there were, you know, other female characters in in the movies that you know like all like represent like a different like um aspect of of womanhood like you know there's a Isola which I really like. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved her. No, she, she was so quirky. Yeah, but she, before we get into her um I just wanted to talk for people that might not know it or have forgotten we we start off basically with um Juliet corresponding Mm. and she has this whole book launch Mm. and I really like her manager who at first I thought liked her too but then we find out that that he doesn't that was such a plot twist (laughs) (laughs) I thought she had all these admirers I was like look at this girl she's like three guys liking her um and she has this like you know perfect fiance who has all this money played by Glenn Powell mm-hmm. um, named Mark. What did you think of Mark? Wait, Mark uh, played play by Mark um, which one? Like Glenn Powell is his, is his name. Oh, Mark uh, he's, oh my god. The fiance. This, this sums up how I felt about him. Like he's the forgettable American for me. Yeah. He's like, oh yay, yay, he's just the guy that's gonna be dumped at the end, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he- yeah, I know. It's funny because mm-hmm. I did a podcast yesterday mm-hmm. on Hidden Figures and I'd never heard of this guy before and oh, he was in that really? too. Oh, wow. And I was like, this is so ironic that two, the two movies I'm doing this weekend are both with him in the movie. Yeah, I know. But um, yeah, he just seems kind of like that Barbie Ken guy that's he there. Is, he is, isn't he? he? I mean, yeah. I'm glad that he's supportive, that he doesn't yeah. say like you have to stop writing, but yes. who knows if she had moved to New York with him, if you know, she would have kept writing. She I might have mean, just been, like, a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, yeah, like, he, I mean, he did show signs of, like, 
you know, selfishness at the end when, like, she was breaking up with him. Like, he asked her, uh, you know, like, what's my mistake? Like, letting you stay in Guernsey too long or or letting you go to Guernsey yeah. at all in the first place. And then I'm just like, oh, my God, dude, just take your L and leave. <laughs> Come on. Like, yeah. And that, yeah. that ring he gives her. Oh, so my flashy. God. <laughs> it's huge. Yes. I wouldn't even be able to have it on my ha- finger. Yes, yes. And, and, okay, and, like, I thought what she did with the ring was, like, fair point. Like, she didn't want to lose it on, on an island where, like, people might snoop, right? And, yes. and, and yeah, but like he was and so... And there are snoopers. Uh, yes, exactly. But he was so offended that, that like she didn't wear her ring. And then I'm just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was just... He's very selfish. I mean, he's not the worst boyfriend. I think True. there's been a lot of worst boyfriends yeah. on TV. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he wasn't like... She could have done better. And, and she did, thankfully. But we didn't get to see too many flashbacks of her life much just at the very beginning what did you think of that like really kind of frightening scene where for people that don't know she walks into I guess her apartment at the time Mm -hmm. and this is back in 41 and it's completely destroyed by a bomb and she reaches out to get a paperweight I think which was from her parents yeah and Sydney saves her her manager but it's very scary Mm I, I I know like so when I first saw the scene I honestly thought that it that it was like a metaphorical scene in her head like it wasn't until you know Sydney jumped in and saved her that I was like oh wait this actually happened like she actually yeah. tried reaching out for the pay paperweight while the apartment was like basically falling apart right yeah and 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 like it like you know like it was such like um like a powerful scene because because like it kind of stops you in in your tracks and like remind you that you know like this girl she also went through like the war and um and and late later on you know like sit uh sit like he he brought back um this memory to remind uh juliet that that you know like she she will always strive and she will always go for what what she wants in life, right? Like that pay yeah. that like the paperweight. Um, re- regardless of all like the hardships and and sh- and struggles that you know, could could uh could come out of of it. Which yeah yeah like a totally pow- powerful scene. Yeah, it was. I, it caught me off guard because when I clicked on it on Netflix, I thought it was just gonna be this you know, soapy kind, yeah, not Hallmark, right. but, yeah. and I was like, oh, wow, they're really digging into the the pain of the war, and, yeah. and I also like that they showed what London and what England was like after the war. I find that there's so many movies about just World War Two or World War One, and we don't really get to see the aftermath yeah, right? of the war, mm-hmm. so I thought that was really interesting, mm-hmm. too. Um, I personally have never read the book. Have you? Um, no, I, I honestly, uh, going into the movie, like I, I didn't even know that it was the book, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the book was not written that long ago. I don't think it was, I think no, in t- 2008. Yeah. yeah. 2008. Yeah. And I remember seeing it be- Well, obviously before I saw this movie at Indigo and I looked at mm-hmm. it and, and it's just written in letter form and mm-hmm. I gotta say I'm not a big fan Wait, of really? reading books in letter form. Really? I don't know why. Wow. Yeah. Like like, I don't like, know. Like, like the entire book. The entire book is like correspondence. Wow. And I just I just or diaries. Um mm-hmm. I'm reading Dracula right right now for my English class mm-hmm. and I gotta say it's a hard one. With I like books that aren't like so limited like mm-hmm, that, but mm-hmm. maybe I'll give it a try because I did like the movie, so maybe mm-hmm. I'll 
I, I'm curious to see how much they had changed in the movie. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. And did you know that Kate Winslet was actually supposed to be Juliet Ashton, but but uh, but then she what? yes, but then she left the project. So like, imagine how different the movie would have oh my been. God. If it was, she's so much older though. I know, right? Yeah, if if you know, but like, imagine how different the tone of the movie would would have been if it was Kate Winslet playing, um, in, in instead of Lily James. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it would have worked. Yeah, right. Um, Lily James has this really nice, and I know she's trying to break free of that, but I, I like watch all her movies. I love her so much. But she, at this time, she was still in her Cinderella stage. Yeah. So I know that she's kind of been that girl that's always the innocent one but um she's starting to break free of it she's typecast hollywood right but um i don't think it would have worked with kate winslet mm-hmm. <laughs> i gotta say first of all the age the age difference i mean juliet I, I don't know i haven't read the book but she's supposed to be I, i'm assuming someone in her mid to late 20s and kate winslet is in her 40s so i, I don't know if that would have worked as well mm-hmm. um what did you think of the guy darcy Oh, he's, yeah, I mean, he's obviously very attractive. Um, <laughs> yes, he, uh, the actors start um, in Game of Thrones. So, so, so yeah, so, like, he, um, I, I guess he's, you know, he's not, like, an unknown actor. Uh, but, but, yeah, like, the character he played in Game of Thrones was very different. So, like, I didn't know that, you know, like, he, he was able to pull off this role. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and you, yeah, like, the the thing that surprised me the most was probably like uh, uh when like the girl like the little girl kid like just came mm-hmm. into the room and then called Dolls he dad <laughs> and then I was like wait he has a kid <laughs> you know yeah no same and, and like I I don't know how I we can just say spoilers when we yeah. tell what actually mm-hmm. happens but um yeah that really shocked me mm-hmm. too I uh, mm-hmm. I and then there's more twists coming. But he seemed, I don't know, I thought he was perfect for the part. Uh, I couldn't really see anyone else. I mean, it's not the most, like, crazy male, like, lead, you know? Yeah. But um, I thought he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. He kind of did that kind of rough guy. Like, he's not squeaky clean like Mark, but he's also, you know, not some curse obnoxious farmer guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was confused, though, at one part near the beginning when she does start writing to... Darcy and she finds out about the book club mm-hmm. how did he even get her book of Charles Lamb to begin with with her address inside on Guernsey no less yeah well uh well my guess would have been that she must have like sold her copy of the book and it must have you know just found it w- its way to the bookstore in in Guernsey yeah right yeah I guess that's probably they didn't really say but you're probably right and that's how it happened yeah true yeah no um at first I I was also like confused by that scene because like I thought that she wrote the book and like mm-hmm. that's how he that's how he found her address like I I didn't realize that she actually like wrote her address down in in a book by someone else you know yeah, yeah that that's yeah. kind of a weird thing to do I, I know, guess yeah. she really didn't want to lose it I know, I know. but then you lost it anyways <laughs> then you lost it anyway yeah um the amount of roses she gets from Mark. Oh my god, that's self that's suffocating. So, uh, like, literally. That's insane. <laughs> I know. I sometimes forget how women in those days, I guess if they wanted to live independently, they kind of lived at boarding houses mm-hmm. because she didn't have her own kitchen or anything. She lived in this like one just one room place with a bed. And I was like, Oh right, I guess they have to live in an all women boarding house. Yeah. 
I, these things I, <laughs> I don't ever think of. Um, and so then she basically goes on a whim and goes to Guernsey and meets the, the family. Well, she meets um, your favorite, what's his name again? Evan. Um, Evan, and he's played by, Evan, and he's played by Tom Courtney, um, for those of you that might know him. And he has a grandson named Kit, uh, sorry, named Eli, and the actor played by him is Kit Connor. That's not confusing at all, <laughs> since there's a girl character named Kit. Um, and she meets him, and, and there's already such nice chemistry, you know, between her and the little boy, and, you know, Evan is telling her a good place to stay, and the boy's kind of, like, rolling his eyes, like, don't stay there, even yeah. though she ends up staying there. Guernsey oh is still very much stuck in wartime. It hasn't really moved on. The people haven't moved on. The village hasn't moved on. And, um, she stays in this pretty much, how would you describe this woman? Very religious, nosy, busybody bed and breakfast owner Mm -hmm. my gosh what did you think of her yeah and uh i mean i think juliet uh sums her up the best when like um when like she told uh charlotte that's her name um that you know like the bible is like you know it has a lot of love but but charlotte herself just choose to focus on like the judgment and the and the hate right because because yeah like the the character like judge um other people a lot especially uh elizabeth who is a member of the group of the guernsey book uh book club so Mm -hmm. so so so, yeah and then i i mean shame that that's the only you know accommodation on the beautiful island (laughs) but 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 yeah like i'm yeah like it's it it was a very interesting character to throw into you know to to stir up some conflict in the story right yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, she was kind of the only outsider of the book club that we see. We don't oh, really yeah, see any, right. but other villagers as well, which I found interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only we're kind of biased. We only see their perspective. Yes, except that one guy that Dossie beats up, <laughs> which we can talk about later. But we don't really get any other interaction, and she doesn't like the people that Juliet hangs around. And then uh, Juliet goes to the book club, and she kind of feels awkward around um, Amelia, who's played by Penelope Wilton. She feels a bit awkward with her. There's some tension. She doesn't really know why. She thought she was invited by the whole group. We meet the really funny Isola, the quirky girl played by Catherine Parkinson. And then, of course, Eben and his grandson are there. And Dossie, of course, comes. The last one to come, of course. And um, we kind of see their chemistry right away on screen, which is really great. And I love the whole book club talk about um, Charlotte, um, about Anne Bronte, because, or is it Elizabeth Bronte? Which one was it? It was 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 Anne Anne Bronte, Bronte, yeah. And and I love the reference when Isola is, you know, acting out Jane Eyre. thought that was so funny since I just finished reading Jane Eyre in one of my classes. (laughs) Loved it. And, um... I thought they were really good during their book club. I liked that it was kind of a debate and that they had different opinions and that it wasn't just, you know, them talking about the book boringly. What did you think of him bringing out that potato peel pie? Would you have tried it? <laughs> I honestly don't think it would have been that bad. Like, like it's just potatoes, yeah, that's right? that's what but, I thought. Yeah. I thought they were right? going very dramatic about it. Like, it can't be that bad. Mm. And and this was, um, mm. I guess, because they rationed during the war and that they weren't allowed to have any pigs because uh, the, the Nazis invaded um, Guernsey. 
And I will. Mm-hmm. I have found some fun facts, which I'll talk about later, which there were some true things about this, but also some not-so-true things. But from this point of oh. view of the movie, um, the Germans took over Guernsey. And with flashbacks, we see that they weren't allowed to keep their farms. They weren't allowed to grow food, only potatoes. And that's why potato is such a big symbol for this book club, because it's kind of how they survived during the war. Yes, right? Uh, and then, yeah, like you said, we are introduced to Kit. And um, we find out that Kit calls Dossie daddy, which I think Juliet's a bit taken aback by that. And we find out her kind of true motive of how she'd really like to write about them in... Um, in the London Times, I think it was. And then there's the conflict begins. I mean, I, I feel like there's so many conflicts in, in the movie, though. You know, there's there's the war. Well, okay, there's the conflict of the past and, like, the conflict of the present. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, which which one would you like to talk about first? Um, we can talk about maybe the one that we through uh, Julia's eyes we see kind of first, which is the conflict between her and... Um, um, Amelia, I think first would be good. Yes. Yeah, because that's what we're first introduced to. Because we don't really know at this stage um, the pain that Amelia is going through. We just see it through mm. Juliet's point of view. So yeah, let's talk about how um, how she's kind of taken aback when Amelia puts her foot down and says, "I don't want you writing about us in the London Times." Well, yeah, like um, I like did did you expect that from? Amelia, like that, she would have such like um, an unwelcoming reaction to Julia. No, I thought proposal. she was gonna be some feeble old la- lady. Quite right? honestly, yeah. Um, it did kind of take me but, aback, as I think as Juliet does as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and and like it's uh, and uh, it's clear that like uh, uh, Amelia like just did not want to let Juliet in. Perhaps because she didn't want to re relive, you know, the trauma that happened, you know, with the book club dur- during the uh, Nazi occupation, yeah. and and yeah, and I don't know if you want me to talk about like Elizabeth. Yeah, I think we can stuff. get into Elizabeth. Um, yeah, why don't we get into Elizabeth now? I mean, um, yeah. I and maybe some spoilers here. I just assumed right away that Elizabeth was dead. <laughs> I just thought she was dead. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't think there was going to be this whole secret thing. I thought, um, and I also thought that Anne, um, Amelia was her mother. I don't know if you got that impression. Yes. yes. <laughs> so do you want to yeah. take it well, off? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, they uh, they were living together when like, we first uh, saw mm-hmm. them. But um, so it turns out uh, Elizabeth is not Amelia's biological daughter. Um, she's actually Amelia's daughter's best friend who you know comes visit every summer or yeah and and then but then the nazis uh came and elizabeth did not have a chance to leave um amelia's daughter dies during childbirth um along with her baby which was you know a very emotional scene for amelia yeah and uh elizabeth just tries to you know uh, nurse amelia back and tries to get her to move on from that trauma so yeah. I guess in uh in a sense you are right that Elizabeth is Amelia's daughter you you, you know she's like the only person who Amelia has left yeah yeah so um yeah I mean did did you want to yeah, s- like uh, I thought yeah. it was interesting that Elizabeth was the really 
only young, fresh woman there. I mean, there is, um, there is of course, Isola, but she's a little bit older. And then she's kind mm-hmm. of replaced by Juliet. And I found that very interesting. And I think that's why Amelia's really not wanting to include Juliet right away because she's the young, fresh girl. Probably reminds her a lot of Elizabeth and of her own daughter, Jane. And I think there's already conflict there to begin with. And then having the idea of them writing about them, which we can talk about a bit later when we talk about Elizabeth more, but there's this huge conflict that comes out of that too. And, um, but first, when we're, we're thinking about Elizabeth, we've just seen, we've only, we only ever see her in flashbacks. We never see her uh, post-World War II. And I found that that was also very interesting. And um, we also only, like, she kind of is, I think the remainder of the war for the book club people and they can only yeah. resolve you know their feelings about their war and move on until there's like some resolvement between uh elizabeth and them and and finding out you know if she is we'll can go into this later but if she is still alive and there's a lot of unresolved hurt feelings and they can't move on from the war until the whole elizabeth thing is cleared up or you know they feel better about it because they can't change what happened. Um, I thought that Elizabeth and Darcy, well, and I think Juliet thinks this too, I thought that they had an affair and had Kit together. Is that what you thought? Yeah. You know, that's, I, I think that's what the movie wanted us to think yeah. of, you know? Um, and before we get into the big twist that comes up to that, we see uh, Juliet... And um, Darcy take Kit home. And right away, you know, that I kind of had a feeling that they were going to end up together from the beginning. You know, this is a rom-com. Um, mm-hmm. I was curious to see more of Elizabeth and Darcy together. We don't really get to see them much through the flashbacks. I would like to see if they had ever did have any, if he had ever loved. Do you think he ever loved her? Yeah, so we, we never got... Um like, a clear answer of whether or not Darcy loves uh, Elizabeth. Because, like, when, when he was yeah. about to say, that's when Mark came to Guernsey, and, like, you know, they had the whole, like, why why aren't you wearing my ring? Right? Um, yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I, de- I definitely think he did. Like, because um, in, in the flashbacks, like, you, you can tell by, like, the way that uh, Darcy looks at Elizabeth. Like, at the very least, like, um, there is some admiration um, yeah, yeah, and then there was also that scene where, where, well, okay, like, I'm, I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but, like, what he said was, oh, like, I've always won- wonder who she was talking about as a friend, you, you, you know, me or yes. Thea, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, and, uh, we can go into him later, but yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. I think she saw, at least from my interpretation of the movie, and the characters, I think Elizabeth saw Darcy as a, like a big mm-hmm. brother, and he, I think, saw her as more than a sister. Let's just say, um, and I think that's one of the reasons why she trusted him with Kit. Uh, I think that they had a very strong bond, but it was definitely unrequited. Yes. Yeah, for sure. On her part, yeah, for sure. Um, so then, I guess after that, we're we're taken. So Juliet. It was planning on leaving because she has a busy schedule the next week with all her book talks in London um, and autograph signing. But she decides to stay a little longer. And I also find that this is kind of not just rebelling with Sydney and not wanting to go back, but a bit of giving herself space from Mark. Do you agree? I agree, yes. 
because right away we know that it's not going to work out. I think you know that trope mm -hmm. in these um, these romantic comedies, and I think that this was an interesting way. There wasn't like a big breakup over the phone right away. It wasn't easily done. Mm -hmm. um, it was just kind of like she was just giving herself some space to think over the whole engagement and to to meet these other people because really once she would be married, she wouldn't have this opportunity again. Yeah. And I thought that was also really interesting. I also wanted to talk about some flashbacks of um, the grandson. I, and when we find out that he was evacuated during World War II, like back in 1942, I think, uh, at the same time as Elizabeth's whole trouble. And I thought that was so sad. That reminded me of, have you ever seen um, the Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie? Yes, I have. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and it always reminded me, of seeing that, it reminded me right away of when Edmund and Lucy and the others were taken away um, out of London. And I thought that that was interesting that they were taken away from Guernsey because the island was going to get uh, invaded and bombed. Um, really devastating. I mean, we can't compare it to what's happening right now, but a lot of families are separated right now as we're speaking, and I thought that that was also very timely. Yeah, that like that that scene. Like, um, I, I see uh, again. I really like this movie because like they really delve into the side characters. Um, so yeah, so I I was really surprised when um the uh, grandson. I think his name was Eli. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so so like I like I you know like I really appreciate that you know they they also like um got into his story, uh but but yeah I I I feel like in a way like they didn't really give um Eben much of like a backstory or Isola for for the matter right but but then um yes but then Eben's story was through Eli and and how you know like when. When he, when Eli left, like he he felt like the last piece of hope, like you know, left with the children, yeah, across the sea, yeah, yeah, yeah it was sad. I really loved the scene between um, Eli and Elizabeth when he's going off to be uh, separated, and she gives him the little medal that her I think it was her dad or grandfather was in World War One, and he gave to her when she was little. And she said, you know, rub this and you'll be brave and you think of us. And I thought that was such a sweet symbol. Um, I, I loved it. I know. And, and, and yeah, like, I, and I, I love that, you know, like he rubbed it so hard that the metal, like, worn out. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Was that the same? Because I was kind of taken aback, but I was like, is that the same kid? Because he looked really, really young oh, yeah. um, in, in the scene. But then he looked exactly the same. So I thought, did they just make him, like, really young looking? <laughs> I don't know. I think they got a different. <laughs> it was a funny kid. one. Yeah, because the, they looked very similar, mm -hmm. though. Um, yeah, I really like that. Again, we just shows how kind and generous Elizabeth was. I think her main symbol of her character is her love for children. Mm -hmm. She's always sacrificing herself that for children. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think that this could have been maybe better or as a mini series instead of one full movie? Yeah. Well. Like you're you're talking about the movie as a whole split into a mini series, right? Yes, so we can like get to know more of the characters. Yeah, no. Um, I I mean I I feel like uh, with a lot of book adaptations and like in some rare ca uh, rare cases, I think a a mini series is always better than a, a movie in like conveying, um, e like you know every single detail in in the book, right? Because because you you just have so much yeah. more time to like. 
um, dive into everyone's like stories and you know plot and plot line. So yeah. Yeah, I totally agree because I watched um, the 2011 Jane Eyre version um, for my English class, and they skipped a lot of the stuff that occurred, and it always makes me angry when they do that. And then I watched the 2006 um, PBS miniseries I got at the library, and they literally, word for word, went into everything that happened in the book. And there was only four episodes, but I was just like, yes, they did it well. So I do prefer, I mean, again... We both haven't read the book, but I do prefer when they put books, adaptations into miniseries. Uh, I think, that, again, that this was still a great movie, but I find that I would have liked to know a bit more about Isola and a bit more about Elizabeth and even some backstory on Dossie would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know. Like, I, um, I know that you said that you liked the pacing of the movie and like I thought it was yeah. like uh, great for the most part but then I but then at the same time I, I also feel like um, you know we didn't get to see much of like Juliet and Darcy's like development um, right like yes. I you know like they got together at li- literally the very last second of the movie yeah and and then we got like one scene of them you know like um together on on you know like the picnic blanket and then the movie just ends and then I'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) that is true again maybe a miniseries would have done that a bit better I don't really know what their dialogue would have been like they they weren't kind of like the quippy um Darcy Elizabeth kind of thing it wasn't that at all their relationship was not full of you know flirtation It, it was pretty normal I think it was not like you know wanting to up the other one it was just kind of, they were very honest with one another from the beginning, which I liked. Uh, there wasn't any of this, which movies tend to do, where, um, like, of course, he didn't know about Mark, but there wasn't that thing where in movies, you know, you have two people that really get along, and then there has to be this big issue that rocks their world, and then, you know, unnecessarily the girl or the guy just, like, you know, cr- like, cry and leave one another, and it's this big drama to get them back together, and, and I like that that didn't happen. I mean, of course, there is kind of a chase at the end, but it isn't this big, like, fallout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm I'm looking over, like, the book's uh, sum- summary right now, and, and, and like, yeah, yeah. Just, just to um, go back to your point about wh- whether or not, like, it's better as a miniseries or, like, a movie, like, there apparently there there was supposed to be like a love triangle between um Juliet Darcy and another girl named oh. Remy <laughs> so so yeah yeah I mean like I I do like that they didn't really have a love triangle you know in in this movie like I, I mean except you know Darcy might have feelings for Elizabeth yeah. but you know that's never gonna <laughs> no, happen no he's a bit so, late for yeah. that oh so was that in the book that uh, oh well then yes, I'm actually yeah. yeah I'm happy that they didn't yeah, do so that in, yeah. Yes, yes. So in in the book, uh, Re- Remy is a uh, like friend of Elizabeth from oh, concentration okay. camp. So, so yeah, and uh, yeah, but you 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 know, yeah, I I I guess you know I I like that they didn't try to like cram a third character and a love triangle into like a two hour movie. Like I feel like yeah. that would have been too and it would have been unnecessary too. I think because yeah. they already had the love triangle between yeah. mm-hmm. her, Mark, and Dossie. So I, I think it would have been a bit. There would be like a four yes. triangle. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been too complicated. 
Um, <laughs> I really loved yeah. the cinematography in this movie with the island. I had never heard of Guernsey. It is a real place if you want to. If you live in the UK, we have a lot of Spain listeners on here, so maybe they know what Guernsey is. But there's a big, uh, yeah, there's an island in the UK called Guernsey. And, oh my gosh, a lot of it was filmed there, apparently. It was just, it's just gorgeous seeing the hills and the water. And I loved her scenes with Kit. Um, they just, oh, stole my heart when they're on the hills together and back at the farm. It was just adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that, um, uh, like, a lot of times, like, you know, they're, they would show elements of, like, the war that, you know, like, are now integrated with the nature you 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 know like the landmines on the beach and like the wires and um as well as like the um the like the castle look looking buildings that you know oh that overlook the hills right yeah yeah so yeah but yeah i have to agree with you like the cinematography yeah guernsey is almost in it's kind of like in this twilight zone where half of it is like you know post-war but the other half still has a lot of the war still living through it with the wires on the beach and those awful ugly buildings that the Germans built to uh, watch ships come through and and make sure nobody leaves the island it's very very scary and and it's so weird seeing it through this person's eyes who didn't get to see it during the war and it's kind of like they're in this middle ground and and also did you notice in the flashbacks the complete like change in the color palette even in Juliet's first flashback where you know it's very gray and ugly kind of looking and everyone's wearing really dark dark clothes and and then in the you know present day Lily James is always in very bright clothes and costumes Oh, uh, I did not notice that at all. But like that reminds me of a new uh, of another movie that we did watch to, together, uh, Little Women, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, that was a very obvious color palette. She did a great job there, Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I really like when they do that in period dramas. And I gotta say, I really like the costumes in this. Do you like them? Oh yeah, I really really like the costumes. Like um, I and and like, I love like uh the little details that they throw into the costumes like so Darcy in one of the scene like you you see like a hole uh in like mm-hmm. his in 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 his sweater and and like you know you see that his clothes like aren't like prim and proper there's like dirt on them and like it just makes the character feel so much more real yeah know? and the dirt um under Elizabeth and Darcy's fingernails like you can just see that they are farmers and they work hard and that of course they wouldn't have perfect sweaters and they wouldn't have time to sew a little hole together I really Mm -hmm. like that too I love when movies do those details um one of my favorite movies Knives Out has that detail where Chris Evans is wearing this like knit sweater and it has tons of holes on it and he's you know a very rich character but it just kind of gives you an idea of his character and how he really doesn't care about anything and you know he doesn't care about his appearance even though he has the money whereas Dossie here you know he just doesn't have the time or the money um mm-hmm. yeah I love when they do that I loved her uh, well actually one of her gowns in London I thought was a bit over the top I don't know about you it was like this big yellow thing oh well, yeah yeah but um I think that was to show how like out of world she is in Mark's world yeah. Right, like, like if if she becomes the woman that Mark wants her to be, which is you know this, this sexy lady in like a extravagant yeah uh, yellow dress, like she is not who she is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And you can tell right away that she doesn't fit into that world. She's alone. All the people seem really fake. And then when you see her in the cottage at, at Guernsey, you know how everybody's lively and talking with one another and they engage with the kids. And it's just, I would rather be there too, Juliet. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. Um, I guess we'll talk more about Elizabeth now. Um, I, I was shocked when we kind of see, um, I guess, how do we find this out? Is it, is, is Do- did Darcy tell Juliet or... Well, um, yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. It actually begins with Charlotte um, spreading a rumor that Kit right. is uh, a half German bastard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Christ. which yeah which causes Julia to you know question Darcy. Um, yeah. 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 Um, and then we find out Juliet finds out basically that um, Elizabeth and there's spoilers here. Maybe go a bit ahead. Let's give them all a second. Um, we basically find out that um, Elizabeth had an affair, love affair, with a German soldier on Guernsey Island. And this was like a big no-no. And, um, you know, they weren't supposed to talk to any of the English people that lived there because they were basically uh, under curfew. They couldn't leave the island. They couldn't enter the island. It was like you couldn't leave your house, basically kind of what we're, well, not really what we're going through now, but, you know, very restrictive. And um, it was just a big twist that that was Kit's father. <laughs> I did not um, expect that at all. I I mean, yeah, like, I really liked that they, um, like, they showed how, you know, like, uh, some Germans, like, they were really, you know, like, they, they were there, like, against their will, right? Like, they wanted to be nice to the residents, but, yeah. but you know, in, in a, I think it was, his name was Christian's. Like yeah, yeah in in, uh, in Christian's case, like once um, his uh, his like I guess his fellow Germans <laughs> found found out that you know he 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 was you know um, I guess being nice to like s- some of the Guernsey P people, especially Elizabeth. Like he was ship, oh, oh like he was ship away. Yeah, and you know with, without e- without even knowing that he has fathered. A child. Yeah, it's just awful. And you know, he he uh, he was kind. You know, he helped Dossie. That was kind of the beginning of his relationship. Helped Dossie. You know, birth a calf and all these things. That he he was a farmer back home in Germany. And, and I really like that they you know weren't so stereotypical and just portraying Germans as them all being Nazis and them all being bad and evil. And I thought that that was really refreshing to see because in all movies that have anything to do with World War II, you know, it's always like that. And, you know, this guy here, he doesn't get a choice. He is forced to do this. And he finds this beautiful girl that he loves and adores, doesn't even get to know that he was the father of her child. And, you know, that powerful scene when Elizabeth grabs his hand in the book club and invites him to the book club and we see um Amelia's reaction of how she hates the Germans because she believes that the Germans killed her daughter Jane and you know she puts them all in one box and I thought that that was really powerful when Jessica Brown Finley grabs his hand yeah and and like come on like what's not to like about the guy you know like he's great with animals like he's great with your friends I mean he's just so sweet like he's German though yeah 
Yeah, the, but I don't think that mattered mm-hmm. back then. It, it's it's such mm-hmm. a scary time to be alive. You know, you couldn't talk with who you wanted to talk to. Or religion mm-hmm. was such a big thing, let alone, you know, the color of your skin. So it's, uh, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy. Oh, I'm so glad I don't live there. <laughs> Even though I love watching these period dramas, I'm so thankful that I don't. Um, so then we find that big twist and Juliet finds out about that. And then we kind of understand why they don't want Juliet to write about them in the paper is because um, Amelia is worried that Kit, who is Elizabeth's daughter, will get taken away. And, you know, we find out that Elizabeth was actually put into a camp, correct? Yes. She was taken away, yeah. She was always very... uh, What did you think about that scene when um, she's kind of talking back to the Nazi soldiers when they first invade... um, Guernsey, do you think that would have been realistic? Or do you think that she would have just gotten shot right there and then? I was like, hmm, I don't know if you could just go and just talk back to them. Yeah, but, but perhaps, you know, like, the, the Germans, like, just invaded the islands, right? Like, they, they probably, yeah. you know, like, just don't have the energy to deal with her right right away. I mean, like... That's true. Yes, like, all, like obviously, there are going to be some, you know, like, uh, push pushbacks from the, uh, you know, the... The people that they're occupying yeah that was she, we already know that she's very outspoken you know she uh she says what's on her mind and and it's it's uh yeah it's it's really great to see a character like that i don't think juliet would have been so outspoken yeah it, yeah no yeah and 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 again you know like this movie like did a really good job at uh at showing like yeah different kind of women you know like they they can all be you know like powerful and I guess feminist in in uh, in their own ways right yeah um why do you think when we get more into the movie that uh, Elizabeth chose saving that poor slave boy who was working on Guernsey um why do you think she chose saving him over the well-being of her own child kid yeah um I think you you know like you mentioned this er earlier like Elizabeth just has an affinity for children in general mm-hmm. and and yeah like and she's so like selfless to the point where she is like look like you know like if if I were to die at least Kit has like Darcy Kit has the book club but like this this slave boy like he like he has no one you, 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 yeah. you know and, and like he's starving and he's like infected and yeah 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 I mean such a shame that like I I don't think they made it far from the farm before the slave boy got shot. I know. I was like, what is the point of that? Maybe you should have just stayed there. Mm-hmm. Quite honestly, just give him the bread and let him sit there. Mm-hmm. I, I did. That was a bit dramatic. But um, yeah, she is definitely a sacrificial lamb. She is a pure angel. You mm-hmm. know, she's good in every way. She sacrifices herself. She even puts these children ahead of her own mm-hmm. child, which is, you know, wow, not many people do that. Um, but then she also does kind of leave the whole burden on Dossie when she is put in prison. And, you know, that's kind of unfair, too, you know, leaving. And, we, and, and especially when Kit, we already know, that, you know, the father died. Uh, he got um, blown up in a, in a ship. And, you know, it, it's pretty bad situation here. You know, Kit has nobody. And she, again, I, that's why I really think she saw Dossie as a brother. But... You know, a bit unfair on his part. Mr. Bachelor has to take care of this child. Uh, she doesn't have a, a mother figure. I mean, it's nice that Amelia can be the grandmother, basically, uh, because 
obviously she didn't get to have her own grandchildren because Jane, I think Jane was pregnant and she died during childbirth, right? Yes, with the baby. Yeah. With the baby, yeah. So sad. Oh, I feel like when we're talking about this movie, everyone's going to think, how is this a cozy movie to, to have with tea? It sounds like the most depressing movie ever, but it really isn't. I mean, these flashbacks are very short, and it's just kind of pieces together at the puzzle in Juliet in our head, and uh, we just kind of learn more about the story gradually. It's like unraveling, um, but it really is a positive story, I think. It's it's really fun. Um yeah, so yeah, we find out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Continue. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, but like I, yeah, I really like that. Um, Elizabeth, you know, like she represented like all the good people uh, who tried to, you know, make a change and who tried to like hold on to their humanity like during the war. You, 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 you yeah. know, like she, she, she doesn't care like you know which side you're fighting on. Like she only cares that you're a good per- person. But but yeah, like it's 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 really sad because it's always you know the good and the kind people who suffered the most, right? Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, like her, that yeah. are the most pure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And for sure, her her story is like uh, the most tragic one. Um, I I would find e- perhaps even more than Amelia's. Uh, but, but yeah, in in the end, you know, like the character reminds us, like not to lose hope and not to lose our humanity, like along the way, like no no matter what happens, right? You know, like she died being true to her herself. Yeah, yeah, it is a very hopeful movie. I totally agree, and I I love Elizabeth as a character, even though we don't really get to see her in present day or see her awful situation when she was in prison and, and her death, but, um, ah, spoilers, but, um, she, uh, she was a really interesting character. I would have liked to have seen a bit more of her, even though the situation is quite different. I mean, she's the one that kind of came up with the name for, uh, Guernsey Literary Potato Peel Pie, which is, like, with the help of the others, but she kind of was always the bold one. I think she is a very bold. I loved her berets as well. Another great <laughs> costume. She could pull that off very well. Um, and then, you know, I won't go to too much detail with the whole end, but um, Juliet goes back to um, the main island, uh, the mainland uh, with Mark, because Mark basically picks her up to take her home. And uh, they go back, and she talks with Sydney, her manager, and, you know, she, she really wants to write about these amazing people that she met, and she knew she, she, knew she wouldn't get an opportunity again. And she wanted, she wrote, like, I guess a huge novel in a very short period of time. But she did it, and but she still kept her word, and she didn't publish it. And she only gave her one copy to um, the, the book club, which was really sweet. Because she could have made so much money off of that. Yeah, right? Yeah, but, okay, so, okay, so what do you think? Like, do you think they gave her permission, like, perhaps after the movie to publish the book? Hmm, I don't know, because, you know, there could be still some pain around if Kit could get taken away. I I mean, I don't know why there was so much fear about that, because Christian never knew that Kit was even alive. Like, he never even knew that uh, Elizabeth was pregnant. So I don't know why there was so much fear about that part. Um, I I really don't know what the big deal was. I think they should just go ahead and publish Mm -hmm. it once, you know, she's married to Dossie. I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 you know, she could have been like, oh, yeah, this is just a fictional story, you know, it's not real. Yeah, exactly, because it was different than putting it in a, the London Times. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's how she got around it, I don't know. And I loved, 
um, that in the end, it's again very feminist, like she proposes to Darcy, which I loved. And I love their wedding bands. Very simple, very good. Not like what Mark gave her. <laughs> no offense to Mark, but yeah, no. <laughs> so flashy. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before I read some fun facts? Hmm, uh, no. Yeah, go ahead with the fun facts, Emma. Well, there actually wasn't too many on, um, on this movie because it's pretty recent and it's not like a huge, big, big blockbuster film. But um, there was a huge Down Abbey connection. I don't know, did you ever watch Down Abbey? Yes. So uh, you probably know then that Jessica Brown Finley, who's Elizabeth, um, was a pretty main character in Down Abbey um, for the first three seasons. She played Sybil. And um, Lily James was also in Downton Abbey. She played Rose. And um, Penelope Wilton, who is um, Amelia in this movie, she played Isabel in Downton Abbey. And uh, Matthew Good, who was the um, manager of Juliet, <laughs> was also in Downton Abbey. So, you know, there's four people in this movie that, uh, that were in Downton Abbey, which is really interesting. I mean, they really churn out these English stars and put them all... <laughs> in the same things but um for any down abbey fans in there there's like a lot of down abbey people to see um again kind of yeah interesting because um in downton abbey we never get to see rose and sybil together and in this movie we never get to see uh elizabeth and juliet together so i found that was kind of interesting that they did that yeah, uh, yeah, I I remember watching the trailer of the movie and like the comments were like, "Wait, is is this a Downton Abbey movie or 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 is this a standalone movie?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah again, yeah, they really turned them out. And yeah, so Guernsey is a real place. Um and a lot of the film is based on true events that happened during the 1940s uh in World War II. And Guernsey was actually the only place in Britain that the Germans occupied and invaded during the war. Um, so I found that was really interesting. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and like, and like, unlike the movie, um, where the children are sent away and evacuated from the island for fear of bombings, um, in real life, not just the children, but almost everybody were forced to evacuate. So their parents, the families, it wasn't just the children. I think they made that more, more dramatic for the book or for the movie, uh, which I found really interesting because apparently families weren't as separated as they made it seem. Um, yeah, but there really were prisoners uh, on the island forced to do hard, hard, disgusting labor, um, malnourished, treated like like animals, and they did have to build all those buildings for um, the Nazis and do all this very, very hard labor. And it didn't get a clear answer if there were children forced to do that. I, it seemed like it was more prisoners were forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in in the movie, it it gave us the impression that there were chill uh, slave chill children too, right? Yeah. That the, yeah. I don't know if I couldn't find a straight answer online. I I, I don't know if that really happened. Don't want to like mm-hmm. in, insult anybody if they have ancestors that were in the predicament. I'm so sorry if that happened. Um, yeah. so I don't want to say that that didn't happen, but it wasn't online saying that. Um, yeah. I have some more here. Um, uh, oh, the exteriors for Guernsey Island. So most of it was filmed on Guernsey, but, um, some of the exteriors were filmed in the Charter House in London. And that was also used many times in Downton Abbey as well. So uh-huh. <laughs> that's funny. 
Oh yeah, so like you said, Kate Winslet um, was actually offered this role, as well as Rosamund Pike, apparently, um, which is very interesting, as well as Michelle Dockery, who is one of the main characters in Downton Abbey, wow. again, Downton Abbey Connection. She's Mary. And um, yeah, so I don't know why they took so long to get to Lily James. I think she would was perfect. Um, yeah, so... Kate Winslet dropped out, then they gave it to Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike dropped out right away. Uh, Sir Kenneth Branagh was actually supposed to direct, um, but he dropped out, and uh, it ended up getting um, getting directed by um, by Mike Newell. So um, never heard of him before. Maybe he's done some other period work. Um, yeah. So that is the end of my. <laughs> My facts, there again, there wasn't many on this movie. This was, I think, on the cusp of when Netflix originals started actually becoming good. <laughs> there was so many years where, like, Netflix originals were, like, really, really bad movies and really cheaply done. And this was around, like, the, the big budget shows, like, The Crown. So they were starting to get, like, really good movies and shows, um, which is really great because, you know... I don't know if it would have done as well if it was just put in a movie theater. Uh, I like that Netflix kind of did this with it, even though I think it still would have been interesting as a miniseries, but that's just my opinion. Um, do you want to move on to The Last Judgment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, so did the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society move you or not? Uh, yeah, for me, it, it moves me for sure. Yeah. Yeah, same for me. It uh, it totally moved me. I thought the cast was really great together. Their chemistry was really good. I loved that it was filmed on Guernsey, a place I'd never heard of before, but now I'm totally interested in checking out one day when I can travel again. <laughs> and um, I, I loved Lily James in it, as I usually always do in all her movies. And um, I, I just thought it was a really unique idea, and I like that it didn't, it strayed away from the regular romantic comedies and it's just something you can just love and cozy up to um I I don't know if I'll rewatch it again I mean it, it didn't move me as in like I was crying on the floor but um, I was crying at some scenes <laughs> really yeah. um yeah I don't know if I'll rewatch it though do you think you'll rewatch it um, I, I feel like it's it's a movie that you can play in, in the background because like, it's pretty, yes. like, relaxing. But then once you, you, know, actually sit down and watch it, you're like, wow, the contents of this movie is actually so depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it is something you could definitely have in the background. But, yeah, t t pay attention to it, too. It's it's really great. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd like to see these people in more things. Um, Jessica Brown Finley, I haven't seen her in anything for a little while. Lily James is the only like big star in this whole movie, so mm. I'd like to see them do some more things, maybe post-pandemic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, totally moved me. I totally suggest people checking it out, one of the underrated Netflix originals, even though it is a mouthful. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to thank you, Lynn, for coming on the show. I'm good. And thank you so much, Emma, for having me. Of course, I I hope we can do another period drama together or ne another yeah. um, Netflix movie because these are really fun to talk about yeah. and to put them out there, the more underrated ones, right? Yes. And yeah. I want to thank you all for listening and don't forget to click the subscribe button and check out Potato Peel Pie Society.